Okie dokie. Hello, everyone. This is the new and coolest podcast in town called My My Best Best Friend Friend Thinks thinks She's Buffy. Buffy. (laughs) (laughs) Because she does. It, well, I mean, she doesn't anymore, but she used to. And sometimes she does still. Yes, she yeah. does. Um, and we are your two co-hosts of the podcast. I'm Marley. And I'm Jana. And the best friend that thinks she's Buffy is Jana. That's me. I'm the one I confess. <laughs> I confess to it. I own up. I you do. do think that I'm a vampire slayer. I'm just called late. Been called late. My watcher is still... Or maybe there's like a really successful vampire slayer out there who just hasn't died. Sorry, spoiler. But there is a way right, that, right, right. that, you know, <laughs> vampire slayers become vampire slayers. They're not just always vampire slayers. But you'll learn this. You'll learn this. I'm going to learn it because I have never watched Buffy at all. Right. And Gianna has watched every Buffy. <laughs> I've watched every Buffy um, probably I've, I've watched the entire series once a year and maybe more than that, Pro- probably more than that when it was going on. Like too. how many times do you think you've watched it? I think I've, I've watched, I want to say I've watched the seven seasons at least seven times. Um, and then probably seasons one through four, I watched probably, I don't know, hundreds of time oh my god is that an exaggeration i don't think so probably not but because season five season six season seven came out like i i was introduced to the show not right when it came out so i was able to watch season one and season two together Mm -hmm. and when that happens you know you watch and watch and watch and watch and season five and season six and season seven i'm pretty sure sarah michelle geller had her babies in there too so there were breaks. There were breaks. In the show. She filmed Cruel Intentions, which she was, which was like super duper successful, mm-hmm. amazing. Yes, SMG, you're amazing. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I think, I think like probably hundreds and hundreds, if not like a thousand times. <laughs> so that's what, that's what we do in 20, in, you know, in our 20s. We just watch our favorite shows over and over and over it's again. It's true. It's a luxury we, we have. How lucky are we? <laughs> And why are we doing this podcast now? Why are we doing it now? Why do you think we're doing it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have been living away for five years, away from um, this town, Edmonton slash Sunnydale. Is that the town? That Uh, is the town. (laughs) That we live in. Uh, And I have returned uh, like the Slayer. uh, (laughs) Sort of. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I... I wanted to watch TV with my friends. I haven't been able to do that in a long time. And this podcast or this show is very important to my best friend. And it's also very important to my husband. Um, (laughs) Both of you have watched it like millions of times. And Andrew has watched it while I've been uh, living with him. And I just wander in. I'm like, huh, and then wander out. So I feel like it's important for me to understand what you guys are so obsessed with. Yes, I think it is too. I think I think it's important for us to try and consume some of the art that created some of the people who are close to us. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And like you two are so important to me and you're so important to me and we're like on the same level about so many things. I'm like, of course I should be on the Buffy level 
and it's such a huge fandom. And I'm a big nerd. I love fantasy, sci-fi, all the things we love together, Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. But this is one that I have no um, knowledge or like kinship with. Uh, but I think it's probably important in the nerddom. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. You know, you're going to be welcomed into strange conversations at parties now. You're going to understand, uh, you know, especially because Joss Whedon is still a big, huge, influential big yeah. creator guy, too. Uh, you know, Buffy was one of his first big successes. And, you know, I've seen, like, much his Much Ado About Nothing. It's wonderful. And uh, so I know, I know how important he is to, like... Uh, art and media and film and and he's very smart obviously uh so it's just important i think to us and our generation something i missed yeah i missed it yeah so if you have anything out there that you missed find a friend <laughs> who is obsessed with it and make a podcast about it <laughs> i think that's what everyone has done <laughs> yeah that's probably true so I missed it because I grew up on an acreage and we had only five channels of television. Um, so we had like a channel. Oh my God, love a channel. Yeah. And like global, we had the French channel. So did you watch Eliminate at like four o'clock? No. That terrible, horrendous. <laughs> no. Pre-bachelor, terrible, horrible. Was it on a channel? It was on a channel at four o'clock. <laughs> no, so I like... was watching Whose Line Is It Anyways? Oh my god! At four o'clock, <gasps> do love that one. Yes, <laughs> do love, do so, love Wayne Brady singing his singing his yes. song, giving his gift. So that's my like childhood, junior high, after school show. Whose line is it, anyways? But I didn't see Buffy at all because it wasn't on my radar. We watched lots of movies. We rented lots of VHSs and watched Disney movies hundreds of times. But I didn't really watch that much like syndicated television because we didn't have the channels. Out in the acreage. You know, it's funny that you say that because neither did I. Mm -hmm. Luca and I, my brother and I, my brother's a huge Buffy fan as well. And my brother and I had a bit of a, like, we're very close. We've always been very, very close. But our relationship was tumultuous sometimes when we were young. Um, You know, we were the, we, <laughs> we, we were like many siblings are. Uh, but we fought a lot. And like sometimes just didn't like each other but now we do thank god i love my brother and i have a great friendship with him now mm -hmm. but we always could connect over buffy hmm. so there was also this harmony this like truce <laughs> <laughs> over buffy over buffy and and this is important to mention especially in episode zero because one of the reasons i think we're doing this show mm -hmm. is is everything you've said and it's also a way to understand me better, like for you understand me, for you to understand me better and for me to understand me better because <laughs> I am who I am because of the show. Yes. And if that's true, then in so many ways, the fantastical, um, ridiculous, not real, unrealistic fantasy art that we consume, if we believe it to be real then it kind of becomes real. And I'm interested in that, that the mythology that isn't real, but real people consume it, real people take it into the real world, it kind of becomes real. That's Absolutely. a big, 
you know, that's a big pitch idea, but <laughs> it is important to me. Um, but back to the TV thing, we didn't have channels either. We had the classic bunny ears, but something that happened when I was in my early teens was my father came sort of came into my life in a more real way because my parents are, are, um, were divorced when I was, when I was super young and, and my dad started to send, he didn't live with us. He lived away. I don't need, I don't even really know if I knew where he was sending these VHSs from, but he would record Buffy on his TV and send my brother and I VHSs. And we would put them in our VHS player and we would watch two episodes at a time. And that happened from about season one to about season four. Did he record other shows? Why do you think he chose Buffy? He thought I he thought it would be a good show for me. Huh. He it, I reminded him of her. So is he a fan? Yes, he's a huge fan. Uh, so it's a family affair. It is a family affair. And it was a way to be connected to a not very present but but quite loving uh father. So there's that. Which Oh my god, if there's any if there's any like actual fans listening right now, they will understand how deep that is because Buffy's desire for a a father and a and a and a male role model is huge in the show. Hmm. Um but she ends up being the one with the most power all the time. So it's so great. It's mm-hmm. so great cuz mm-hmm. it's it that's, you know, that's totally talking about the patriarchy. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, and I'm so excited to talk about, I mean, I know, I know things kind of about the show, um, just because of you and, and Andrew and, uh, and just it's permeated the, the culture, the zeitgeist, uh, like all good, um, media mm-hmm. does. And I know there's a lot of like feminist and, and queer, uh, threads in the show and I'm excited to talk about all of that um and excited to talk about like uh the 90s problems that we have now as as this generation we are being very nostalgic about our our youths our junior highs our our high school shows that were very important to our our identity forming Mm -hmm. and now we view some of them and some are a little cringy and Mm -hmm. have things that we don't um relate to anymore which can be kind of upsetting when you watch something that was really important to you and then it it doesn't jive with what we're talking about now and how we feel now absolutely mm-hmm. it doesn't like it like people say can, like does it stand the test of time when it's recontextualized does Buffy still hold up and when someone with fresh eyes watches and and I'm open and my heart is open but I will not shy away from <laughs> saying what I think. Uh, but I'm also a lover of of all um, '90s nostalgia. I I love it. I mean, that's our 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 youth. And you can be kind to it, but you can also be fair and true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's that's my expectation too. Is to be really to be a super fan. I think part of our job is to be hard on the show. Mm-hmm. And it makes you love it more. Yeah. It really does to scrutinize and be critical of your favorite things. Because if you can talk through all, even all the problems, like you come out on the other side, actually appreciating it from an even deeper uh, level. 
And these these works of art were made in a time. Mm-hmm. And there were acceptable and unacceptable things about that time. And then we consume it outside of the time it was made in. And those things don't translate anymore. And it's it's a really important thing to, to realize about art, the imperfection and all of the different, I mean, you said it so well, all of the different problems that a show can have. Mm-hmm. When you're talking to a super fan, mm-hmm. it's important for people like us to make sure that our ideas about television shows, about books we love are being challenged so that we don't put those things up on a pedestal and... And, and it's a conversation we're having about a lot of media right. right now. Um, you know, the, Harry Potter, uh, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. We're we're talking about that. That's like a a love of our childhood that we have to scrutinize. Yes, and there's a real like there's these real people that we have glorified, mm-hmm. and when they fall from grace because they say things that are hateful, uh, transphobic. Mm-hmm. In J.K. Rowling's case, we have to talk about that. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about that. And negotiate how you respond to the art that they've made. Because it's very personal and yeah. it's very, it, it can be very um, shocking to have to unravel that within yourself. Like that yes. you could have the seeds uh, running deep within you too. Um, but you can, you can deep it, dive into them and, and rip them apart and then come out on the other side uh, loving it, I think. Absolutely. So we're going to do it with Buffy and we're going to see if I like it. <laughs> yes. We're going to see if she likes it. We're also going to talk to Marley for a quick second. We as in me. Um, <laughs> the royal we. The royal we. <laughs> the, the wild child who thought she was a vampire slayer is going to ask the woman who has had Buffy kind of just in her peripheral vision and never sat down and watched an episode. Except for the fact that we should mention that you've watched three full episodes. I have watched. And you know the names because you love the names of the episodes. Well, and now I've been... I don't know anything really about the show. I know the names of the episodes because I looked on Wikipedia. I just read all the <laughs> episode names to get inspiration for um, different topics that we should talk about. So I have all the episodes in my um, brain. I don't know what they are. But I do know that I've watched three episodes uh, because you made me. <laughs> but I don't know if it was the best strategy at the time to just show me a random episode and be like, you like it. Well, do you remember the first one you ever saw? I think it was Once More with Feeling. Oh, it was a musical first. I think so. I th- Or maybe it was Hush. I think it was Hush. I'm not sure. It was I had one a of those. strategy back then because <laughs> Hush was an Emmy Award winning episode. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was of, of, my mind was, went to a place of, well, it was given awards, so Marley will love it. Like, <laughs> I love awards. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not you at all. But it was sort of my, my, my way of being like, haha, you can't hate it. Because the Cause Emmys it an Emmy? doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I saw, I know I saw that. I think I've seen it more than once. I think you've tried to make me watch it more than once. And um, I, I think it was good. I, but the problem is like watching something out of context or out of relationship. Like I have no, um, emotional attachment to any characters. Like I literally was like, who dad? I can't, I don't know. I can't care like about any consequences. Like if they're dying, uh, or whatever. <laughs> um, so it's, it, I appreciated it as a, 
uh, episode of television and I love those little whatever they're like uh wait uh let me the gentleman oh you t- <laughs> that's very deep um I think um yeah, I've also watched Once More with Feeling. I also think you've made me watch this more than one yes, time. Yes, I have, yeah. And um, it was, it, again, I, I liked it. Um, I also played the Buffy board game, and it referenced, like, episodes, and it did reference Once More with Feeling, and I think the man's name is Sweet. Mr. Sweet, Sweet. yeah. Uh, so that came up. So that's in my brain. I've seen that. And I knew Spike was hot. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, you don't need you don't need much. But I James didn't know is, is any of the context. But you, Spike is hot. Uh, <laughs> and then the third one I've seen is Beer Bad. Um What was I thinking? I don't know why. I think it's because it's like maybe one of the worst episodes. Uh but I'm not sure. Uh, time will tell when we watch the whole thing. Um, but those are the three I've watched. Um, so that's all I know. I don't know what seasons they're in. I don't know who's what. Um, I know the character names-ish because when Andrew does his rewatch, I like sometimes walk by and I'm like, what's happening? And he'll explain. And then I'm like, okay, bye. Like, I don't really know. So I may, when we're watching, like remember something I've seen, but I don't know what season. I don't know what episode. I don't know any of the order. (laughs) It's kind of great. It's kind of better than being someone who doesn't know Buffy exists. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Buffy exists and it just never, you just never watched it. Yeah. I just don't know. (laughs) Like you have a beautiful indifference to it. Because a lot of people don't watch shows because they don't watch them. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yes. when Game of Thrones came out, you know, there were so many folks who... They're like conscientious objectors totally. to the show because of popularity, usually. Yeah, or maybe... just because something's popular doesn't mean it's not good and fun. <laughs> totally. Or maybe some people had issues with the amount of violence. Sure. Or... or Whatever. Or misogyny. Totally. They didn't want to consume any more of that media. I completely yes. get that. And, and, and for me, for me, like, uh, it's, it's, you don't usually find these like super hit, hit, hit shows. You don't usually find people out there who are like, oh, I just didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. That's m- more rare yeah. than the people who either watched it all from beginning to finish mm-hmm. or, or didn't watch it, but it's because they chose to not watch it. Mm-hmm. You were just someone who just didn't watch I just, it. <laughs> it wasn't in my life at all. It wasn't on the radar. Um, but I love pop culture. I love it. I, I think there's something fascinating, even if you hate the thing or whatever. I think I love to consume it all because it just tells you so much about the time and the place and the people. So let me ask you this then. Mm. What do you know? What do you know about, about Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Um, okay. I know... This might spoil some things to people who've never watched, but I mean, it's been out forever, so uh, spoilers. Um, Buffy is a vampire slayer, <laughs> and she stabs people with something called Mr. Pointy, which um, you can't see in podcast land, but Gianna brought her Mr. Pointy. I don't know where it is. I think it's underneath some It's of- rolling around in our little fort we Wait, made. Yeah. It's. I think it's somewhere in this duvet, <laughs> but that's good because I think sometimes Buffy sleeps with her steak. Oh, great. Uh, so it is here. Mr. Pointy is here. Um, I've also seen the real Mr. Pointy at 
the Seattle uh, Music Museum of Pop Culture. Yeah, Museum of Music and Pop Culture. I saw it too, which was wonderful. <gasps> but I did. I looked at it and was like, eh, well, okay. <laughs> oh, and I saw it and it took my breath away. And you were like the Bible. <laughs> yeah, it, I was. I thought it, it was like I was looking at the A Holy, Holy Grail relic, or like, yeah. Yeah, a relic, a real relic. It's also quite, it's beautiful. Like, it's obviously hand-carved. That is a question I've always had is, you know, you don't really see Buffy whittling her steaks. Giles must do that. Who cares? I don't want to see, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see her whittling her, she's got enough on her plate, gosh darn it. <laughs> but you, that is true. It's sort of like that argument about how you never see characters in TV go to the washroom. Sure. Uh, they cut out all the superfluous stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's no superfluous things in Buffy. Uh, no, only very important content. I've seen Beer Bad. Uh, so I know Buffy, I don't know. She's, I don't know how she becomes a slayer, whatever. But, and then I know she's got two boyfriends. Their names Spike and Angel. Um, uh, I think Angel has his own television show because I know... Andrew watched it. It has like, I don't know, 20 seasons. Like how many seasons is going to spin off show have? I think it only has five. But okay. that's a lot for a spin off. You're right. You're right. Because Buffy has seven. That's 12 out of that's one out of one universe. And back in the day when, you know, the seasons are like 20 episodes, 18, 19, yes. 20, sometimes 22 episodes. You're right. That's oh a lot. <laughs> Can I just say that in your first thing that you said that you knew about Buffy, First, you said it was a spoiler, but then you said just the title of the show. <laughs> no, there are spoilers coming, but also maybe that is a spoiler to someone who's never <laughs> doesn't know anything. I know some things. Um, so she has these two boyfriends. One has like dark hair, one has blonde hair, and he's the hot one. And um, I don't know about anything else. Michelle Trachenberg is in it, and mm -hmm. I think everyone hates her. Interesting. And I think her name is Dawn. And then I know there's a Xander and like a, a Giles, who's some librarian man. And then I don't know anyone else's name. Um, and then they're in high school. And okay. they're probably doing high school things. So that's all I know. And then she just kills demons and stuff. <laughs> okay, great. Um, I don't know anything else that happens. Oh, wait. Willow is a witch woman. <laughs> and then there are things called big bads, which are like the bad um, monsters of the season, I think. Is that that's, true? That's true. Okay, great. That's true. <laughs> that's true. And that tells me that you know very little. <laughs> oh, so you described her boyfriend's hair color and you said some names of characters, but yeah, you know very little, which is great. Mm -hmm. That's a great place to be. But I might remember when I'm watching yes. something that's seeped into my brain. Yes, which is allowed. Mm -hmm. You've been you've been just to the just to the right of this show. It's been like not in your lane, mm -hmm. but the fact that you know so little is so great. That's that gives me hope, honestly, <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I'm Truly. glad. So what? What do we think is going to happen while we do this experiment? This I podcast? think we're going to have fights. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fight? I think we're going to have to have a fight or two. Okay. We're going to have to battle. Oh, great. <laughs> um, no, probably not. But like, 
we're we're probably gonna. I ha- I have a feeling that we're gonna have to like compromise and negotiate certain certain things mm-hmm. because inevitably when when someone's watched something and it's integrated into their childhood into their family, uh, I should just speak as though I'm talking about myself because I am when it's integrated into my Your. life, my family, my personal history, my identity. I I'm sure I'm gonna get defensive about some things, mm-hmm. um, but that'll give me an opportunity to explain and to like. Make my case. Mm-hmm. So I think that will happen. Yes. I think that you're going to fall in love with parts of the show in a way that's going to deepen my love for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've watched the show with Oscar, my partner, mm-hmm. and he loves things about it that I didn't even really see before. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he loves characters that I were like, oh, I like them, but like, Buffy. <laughs> but like, what do you think about Buffy? <laughs> Or, and I, I'm, I'm super, I'm super into other characters too and, and have fallen in love with other characters as well. But when you watch it with somebody else, you get to see it through their eyes. Yeah. So I'm also, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's going to happen. What else is going to happen? Um, we're going to talk about the past. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about what was going on in the 1990s. You said that a little bit, but. Yeah. I'm like, I'm always interested in context. I'm a museum history nerd so something is created and it's always has to be contextualized to really to really understand where it's coming from and so we'll have some 90s nostalgia and context and talk about what was happening Andrew also just mentioned he was like oh yeah one of these episodes was delayed because something big happened in the world and you'll see (laughs) so I know that the the world will the, the real world will influence the the Buffy world. Yes. Um, in ways that are important to talk about. And we'll also just talk about um, 90s fashion because <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, it's so very fashionable. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably also talk about other things Joss Whedon did. We'll probably have guests. Yes. On the show because, uh, because that will be really fun to include other people's perspectives um, because there are so many fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mentioned it to a few people, and a lot of people are excited. I don't think many people ha- are like me and have never seen it. No, uh, <laughs> most people have some kind of relationship yes, with Buffy the Vampire. A lot of people I've mentioned it to, like, have a, a reaction. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, it was also just, like, like teenagers, like, like slobbering, slobbering all over the beautiful, mm-hmm. like, superheroes in yes. the show, which was totally me. I slobbered over Buffy. I slobbered over Angel. I slobbered over Spike. Who else did I slobber over? <laughs> you know, even Giles at times. <laughs> Maybe more, like now that we're older, we'll relate to like the older characters more or like slobber over them. Absolutely. I slobbered over so many of the demons. <laughs> I will admit to now. But you'll see them. Some of them are slobber worthy. I don't usually I don't usually describe my desire with the word slobber, but it That seems... is a teen action, it I is. feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was a part of what it was doing. And and they talk about it in the show. Mhm. Talk about that kind of place cuz they're in high school. They're doing it too. Yeah. So in many ways, of course, you're watching yourself. Oh, and like you I don't know. High school shows and movies are very important to to us, to everyone, because it's a short amount of time and 
you relive it through watching these things. So we'll have to talk about our high school experiences too. Totally. We will. And it is a show that somehow gets away with teaching us something. Like it's totally a show about lessons and learning. <laughs> and it doesn't seem, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't seem like it's like it hits you over the head with any of it. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so, um, it allows for so many interpretations of the lesson, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, especially through the eyes of the Scoobies, because they all have different experiences being you the people. You're saying the Scoobies like it means something. Okay, so the Scoobies, the Scoobies, you will, you will come to learn who they are. But, but since, of course, we're starting at the beginning, yeah, we're starting at season one. Zero. This is episode zero, and we're about to watch season one. We're about to watch season one, episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get out of this closet and watch an episode <laughs> of TV. But before we do, I had a question because we named this episode zero and I was like, is there a prequel to Buffy? Like, is this the prequel? Should we start with the pre? Is there one? There is. Mm-hmm. So I think it was in 1992. I don't know. It w- My brother was just born and I was like four <laughs> or five. <laughs> I was young. I was too young to watch Buffy. Yeah. Um, and Donald Sutherland was in it. But not Sarah Michelle Geller. No. No. A woman named, I think her name is Christy Sutherland. Let me just quickly look. But this is something, even though it's a prequel, we shan't start with it. No, we shan't. <laughs> we shan't start with it because Joss Whedon did write the screenplay mm-hmm. and Fran Rubel Who's, I don't actually know how to say that person's name. I should really know how to say that person's name. Are you I'll, even a fan I know. of the show? <gasps> so this is the other thing that will happen is I'm going to be dethroned as super fan when other people come on the show and out fan me. But that's okay. That's just how it goes. <laughs> so, okay. So what you need to know is that Buffy exists before the show and the show starts right after like the summer after the movie ends oh okay and not everything because the thing about it is they change the way vampires can behave was it like a tv movie no it was a it was was a a hollywood movie it was a seven million budget dollar usd (laughs) movie wow um and christy swanson that's who played that's who played um buffy ann summers all right so but and and like people like Luke Perry, mm-hmm. Paul Rubin, Rubens like like oh, Pee Wee Herman, yeah, Donald Sutherland, Hilary Swank, David Arquette. Wow, star-studded. So is it good? You've seen it. It's not bad, but it's not amazing. We'll watch it someday, and it'll be a special episode of the podcast. That's right. Okay. And I actually think it would be better because that's not the Buffy people know. It's not like this Buffy. Like, for example, in that, in that world, vampires can fly. Okay. And so, and in that world, Buffy, uh, burns down her school at the end of that movie. And so do they kind of erase that or... No. So she, so in season one, episode one, Buffy is moving to a new school after rumors that she burned down the old school. Well, but they've also, but they, what they didn't bring, what they didn't bring from the first movie to the first season is some of the 
um, reality of the of the vampire mythology. Like mm. vampires don't fly in this version. So mm-hmm. like some of it does translate and some of it they've left behind mm-hmm. and they've started again. So it's a prequel in that it's the same story and it's mm-hmm. the same girl, but they've also changed a lot about the world. Yeah. So I guess it's a complicated answer. Yes and no. Okay. Well, we'll leave the prequel to another special edition uh, somewhere in the podcast yeah. land. Yeah. We'll decide when the time is right. Yes, we will. <laughs> um, because there are potentially hundreds of episodes that we will record of this show <laughs> because there are over 140 Buffy episodes. And then yep. there's a bunch of angel shit, too. Yep. Oh, there's so much we could do. We could spend <laughs> the rest of our lives in this world. But we are committed. I'm committed. I'm committed. I want to watch. And it's interesting because in the time of the binge watch, this will, it's a more methodical and slow burn mm-hmm. because I'm not just going to watch five episodes in a row like I normally would with a show that I'm I'm into. We're going to try. I think we're going to try to watch something once a week mm-hmm. like you would have. Yep. Keep you wanting more. Yep. Or really leave you with that feeling of, oh, that nothing happened in that episode. <laughs> Which is so like TV of then and not like TV of now. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Commercial breaks and, and, and everything. And episodes that are kind of have nothing to do with the main motor of the ma- of that season. Well, and they had to fill 22 episodes with something. Yeah. 42 minutes. Yeah, so so that'll be interesting. But mm-hmm. some of those episodes of this series are the best episodes. Okay, great. So so some so you win and sometimes you lose and sometimes you win with Buffy. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, amazing. Um, okay, let's let's get watching. Okay, I uh, can't wait. Uh, this is my last time that I will know nothing. <laughs> Sing the song of Buffy to me. Arg. Gur. Gur. Arg.